What's going on, good people? This is your man Kyle Means, editorial director of VRRegalRadio.com, and we are here with our main man, our columnist, lead columnist here for the war, um, Mr. Josh Hicks, the one who gives you in the scope every week, every Friday on VRRegalRadio.com. And this is just a little bit of a uh, expansion. This is a, another platform for our young line here to to get off these ideas and these takes that uh, we know you guys are enamored with. Uh, you know some of the most pointed uh, takes that we can that we can give you on on sports today and society and pop culture and everything like that. So, uh, Josh, what's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. How about you, man? I'm good, man. Glad to glad to talk to you again. Uh, glad to get off uh, another a new segment here with uh, WeAreRegalRadio.com. War on Anchor. Uh, subscribe to us on Anchor and all other podcast platforms where you can find us. And um, yeah, just you know, with this lot of lot of crazy news in the in the sports world happening this week, but uh, um, it seems that you're going to focus your column this week on Russell Westbrook and the incident that he had in Utah with the the foul mouth fan or not well, not even really foul mouth but just a fan was really uh seen across you know across uh, the line with him and and you know Russell let him know what it was and you know it's pretty uh interesting uh incident that uh really set off a lot of different uh takes and a lot of different uh ideas uh, as for what what needs to happen in the NBA now with with player fan interaction, so let's just get your thoughts on that, man. Well, uh, what can we expect in your upcoming column, and uh, what was your initial reaction to this uh, controversy and everything that happened? My initial reaction, honestly, wasn't I wasn't shocked. Um, this incident happened and occurred last season as well. Um, when the playoffs, he got into it with another fan in, in Utah, and he publicly soft-spoken said the same issue that we're dealing with again. The NBA has to do something with the fans, and they have to do something that protects the players as they are performing on and off the court. And it's, it wasn't surprising that this, this happens again, because historically, this has been going on ever since, because ever since uh, the beginning of time when sports was really created. Um, so based so I'm going to harp on more of those details in the next column and why we should be mindful of the fact that um, things don't always just go away they just transform racism still exists and it's not and it's, but it's not being related as it has in past times things change and and things still exist we just got to be able to be cognizant of those areas and I'm going to highlight on the importance of that and why uh, the NBA has to adapt to that change, and more specifically with this incident uh, between players and fans within the NBA. Okay, definitely uh, look forward to hearing about, to, to reading that and uh, seeing how uh, how you guys react to it on online and everything. I, I want to throw a couple things at you though, uh, you know, as, you, as you're developing the column. It, it, it's you know not necessarily because I'm definitely all pro Russ on this one, but 
you know, do you think in some ways that he may bring certain things on to himself, given that these things sort of recur with him? Is you know, we know we do know in Utah, and there's been uh, you know, ride, basketball writers and athletes, people who played in Utah, who said that they have some uh, fans who routinely cross the line there. But you know, Russell it seems gets to be in the most dramatic. As, as of late, he seemed to be getting in the most dramatic issues with fans. Do you think that there's something in him that may, that's making fans draw, making the wrong fans draw themselves to him, or do you think that he, in some ways, can maybe just take it a little easier himself, or do you, or do you, you know, think that? You know, there's a, there's also another way to think of it too, especially in this regard, in this instance where, you know, some people say that if he didn't put up a fuss like he did uh, the other day, then, you know, the fan wouldn't even have been, nothing would have happened to the fan because nobody would have known it would have happened. Right. I think, I think the thing, the common theme between athletes of this generation is sensitivity. Um, athletes aren't always as hardcore or as sensitive I mean, all right, as hardcore as past athletes have been. Um, you can question, and, and quite frankly, you can question the thick skin that you're supposed to have in the league, but some players just aren't. And part of the reason why that is is because of the fact that not just over time, society may or may not have been, you know, more sensitive to certain topics, but also because of the fact that, quite frankly, athletes, people, they're just being themselves. And when you give players... The ability to be themselves in certain realms of society, more specifically on the job, you get to see more of, who, of people who they really are. And quite frankly, some athletes, when they be themselves, be, are being themselves, they're not as hardcore or as thick skinned as you probably need to be when you are in certain situations like this. So they overreact, they become extra, extra dramatic, they handle things in a way that, quite frankly, you shouldn't. Or you and I may not even have a chance to do if we was in our own job and if we were in our own respective industries. I guarantee you, if I was working in a corporate office and the CEO tells me I have to do uh, say something I may not like and I snap on him, like Russ did, I'm not gonna have a job the next day. Yeah. That's just that, that's just quite frankly how because that's how the system works, just like any other job as a as a normal person. But because he has a higher pedestal and a higher platform, which, which is, you know, introduced to more than billions of people in a billion-dollar industry, he may get a little bit of weak of leeway uh, to be with that considering fact that it is a sport, and a sport has a lot of emotion and things of that sort. So he has a little bit of leeway with that, but it also requires him to be more mature and to have more of a maturity aspect in handling certain situations like that. He could easily just kept them to himself and talk to security and told security, hey, you guys have to do your job. But that fan right there is not is out this stepping over his boundary. And let security handle it compared to cursing him out and bringing his wife inside and into the whole thing and starting a whole chaotic situation. And then you'll bring security. There's easy, you can easily have settled it a different way. Even though I am on Russell's side, he could have handled it a different way. Which crap, but it's the norm. It's, it's, it seems like that's been the normal thing. All this whole entire year when it comes to uh, players, the media, and fan bases. That's why you just didn't see that between Kevin Durant and Kyrie. They're a prime example, prime example that they'll 
uh, that could have handled things differently, whether it's with the media or fan bases, but they just haven't. And they shown that more dramatic and sensitive side that, that quite frankly, added more uh, trouble or added more drama to the situation than it already could have been. So I think it's a history. I think it's a, a really uh, big theme within the league right now concerning uh, all stars and superstars and how they handle certain situations. But Russ, and even even though Russ is right for defending his family, like uh, like he said he was defending his name, he could have handled it a different way to where he could have avoided a twenty-five thousand dollar fine. Even though that's nothing but pocket change to him, it's still a knock against his credibility. It's a knock against his name. And it's something that's going to carry him further than just a $25,000 fine to pay today. So, um, so yeah. to answer your question, yeah, I think he has a, he has a role in this and going through these reoccurring situations with fans. A part of this is because of how he handles his demeanor. And that's something that he has to look at as well as the NBA doing what they're supposed to do to protect the players from preventing situations like that from happening on a recurrent basis. Yeah, you know, that's some good analysis there, Josh, man. And, and I, and I agree with all that. And, and, and my my worry, too, with Russ is that, you know, we're, like, we're 15 years past the malice in the palace. And I saw a tweet the other day. I think it, was, it might have been just yesterday. Yesterday was a long day. I think it was just yesterday when somebody tweeted, like, a lot of y'all act like y'all never seen the footage of the malice in the palace, the way y'all, the way people act and the way they say things. And of course, people are around them more bold and everything, but people are getting bolder again in these arenas. And, you know, just imagine if Russ was one of these players from that past era, like a Rasheed Wallace or, or Steven Jackson or Ron Artest. You may have had something where uh, a, 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 you know, one of those players would have ran up on that dude if they if they heard that type of uh, comment. You know, Russ, in some ways, I think is battling. Uh, he's battling a, a, a battle that he can't win on his own, and that's why that's why it was good to see the other players and media sort of back him on this. But he's got to. Uh, yeah, I think he's got to learn more about picking his battles before something really bad does happen. And uh, and you know, there's there's crazy people out there who who will who I think will buy a ticket and and really try to live on the edge and say do as much as they can to try to provoke Westbrook into into fighting them, to to literally fight them just so they could have that moment in time. Where they can either, you know, sue him and get off of it, get off, uh, you know, monetarily, or or just have that moment of infamy that that is attached to their name, just so they can be famous for a little bit. You know, you never know. Right, what people, you never know. Right, what people yeah, you're definitely right on that. And just to highlight on the fact that you said uh, people suing him, that's that fan they got fans that's apparently trying to sue him. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, so right on the money some fans will are willing to go that extra mile to possibly go to that monetary game and russ is a perfect target for that to happen and so you have to russ has to really monitor his composure and like you said picking the right battles to fight and, and quite frankly just dealing with fans is not one of them 
it, it just isn't one of them. And he has to find a better way to compose himself during those situations and let the right people that are supposed to fight those battles fight that for him. Knowing that he has to back up around him and the support to get through those type of situations. Because that's going to happen on the current basis of regardless. He just has to learn how to adjust to that. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, not have to take so much on himself and you know maybe reduce that chip on his shoulder he's not he's never gonna take the chip off his shoulder completely but he has to not make it so big where it's obvious for people to to try to knock it off him, you know so uh it'll, it'll be interesting to see how how that'll play out for the remainder of his career hopefully that won't be hopefully that won't be any more uh incidents with him and uh you know We'll we'll see how that goes, but uh, look forward to seeing your complete thoughts on that with the column uh, going forward, man. Any anything else that uh been sticking out in, in your head that's been interesting over the past few days? See, you had to ask some thoughts about uh, LeBron and everybody coming into town yesterday. The, you know, Le, it was interesting to me with, with LeBron, especially the way he was getting off, like he was uh, in Miami again or something. But with the with the hoops and everything, but you know, you still five games out the out the playoffs, brother. You know, you you trying to bully the Bulls, you know. Which is, which he typically does, but you know you still five games out the playoffs, bro. <laughs> I think I think there's a deeper meaning to that. I think there's a deeper meaning to that because he, like you said, no matter what, like you said, he's five games out of the playoffs, but he's playing like they're about to win a championship or something. Like in fact, it was number Miami days. He always wants to play his best when he goes to big arenas. And then to Mike's arena. And that's what and, that, and for you to do it in Mike's house. That's the significance behind it. Like you said, recently he just passed Michael Jordan on an all-time score. And he oh, and he raised and he raised for a, a nice amount of this uh post-game interview talking about how great how the greatness of Michael Jordan and what he did for the league and what he did for him helped empower him to move out of the projects and get to the NBA and live up a dream that he thought at some point in time was a myth. So for him to honor MJ the way that he does and have the ultimate respect for him that he does and to take that into the league and now he recently um, passed MJ on the scoring list and, and has a history of wanting to put his numbers up his best numbers against top franchises which include the Chicago Bulls and not to mention he did consider coming to Chicago at one point with D-Wade so uh, the, Bulls, the Bulls have a number in his heart that we don't always recognize or want to acknowledge or he even wants to acknowledge. And it's simply because of the fact of this and it's because of the MJ fact. So whenever he does come to Chicago, he's gonna wanna put it up. Because he's playing he playing he wants to show that he's the greatest of this game. And the fact that he resemble he's trying to resemble the and honor the greatness that came before him, which was Michael Jordan, the, arguably the GOAT, and many consider the GOAT of basketball. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's, he's always going to chase the ghost in, in some way. 
because because you no know, lot of lot of reasons because we put it on him to chase it, but you know, but he wants that too for himself. So and you know, it, this is a season where he can't chase no titles, so he might as well chase the legacy of Michael as much as he can, even though a lot of people would say his legacy has been hurt. You know, by not you know by not making the playoffs this year. You know, Mike never missed the playoffs as a bull. You know, people say he did as a you know he yeah he did as a as a wizard, but he was forty years old. So, but uh, what what uh, one more thing? You no, know, I want to ask you before we stop. But uh, what do you think about because uh, the, the the guys that are inside the NBA, well, Charles Barkley in particular, put this out last week. What do you think about LeBron? joining them or joining some other show in the playoffs as an analyst since he won't be in the playoffs this year. I think that would be that would be very interesting <laughs> that would be very interesting and it fits exactly what LeBron can do LeBron is a LeBron is a high IQ genius when it comes to on the uh, when it comes to on the court play very smart, very talented, very talented, and can very and he's very much in depth as far as analyzing the game from many different points of view. So you come into a group like that to join and give an analysis on the game. He, I think he'd be perfect for it. I, I think him and Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant is low-key underrated in that category as well. I think you put those two on the panel together, you you will get as much basketball knowledge as you will get from anybody else. Um, so I'm not surprised with that, but it, it's but like I said, it fits the narrative theme of that's that after post game, that post career mobile stage where he's building up his businesses and doing all these shows and uh, things of that sort. So for him to already do that during the season, for them to for him to come on the show after the season, that's that's nothing. That I'm not I won't I wouldn't be surprised by that. And it will be very interesting to see the analysis that he gives because the fact that he is so smart and so uh, and so uh, very high Q, very high IQ related when it comes to the, uh, playing the game at the at its highest level. Yeah, and if if he did it with with TNT, that would be like it, no it, inside is already must see TV, especially in the playoffs. But if, if they had LeBron there, even just once a week, that would be. That would be big ways. You probably get like ten to twelve million people watching them at at midnight even, you know, right. to, to see that. Like after the games, they you, they would probably get record ratings. So I would love to see that. If, 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 if you mentioned Kobe too, Kobe's doing, you know, Kobe's doing that uh, detail series with, with ESPN. Right. So he's he has got off a little bit more into analysis, but he's doing it on his own accord, which is. You know, which is kind of on brand for Kobe. You know, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect Kobe so much to be in the studio cracking jokes with Jalen Rose or anything. But you know, he instead he's he's you know in a in a secret uh, screening room somewhere breaking down players. That that seems to be more on brand for Kobe. And 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 to that end, I you know I would think with with LeBron. This, you know, I'm, I'm giving H, if HBO does this, they better break me off. But uh, what about LeBron doing special episodes of the shop where he was where they're breaking down the playoffs, like live episodes would, of the shop? Yeah, that would be good, especially with the players that the basketball players that are highly talented but don't make the playoffs, like Anthony yep, Davis, yep. or um, <laughs> bringing those type of those type of guys. 
to come on air and, and, and break down playoff stuff too. Yeah. And he can, and, and knowing LeBron, it'll be a plus for him, but he can probably get his insight on why the Lakers never made the playoffs. <laughs> and by using that to boost the, that, that, and that's going to bring even more attention to the shop show. Because now you get to say, hey, this is my personal opinion on why we didn't make the playoffs. And it'll be interesting to hear his take on whether it's he's going to put himself as part to blame on it. Or he's gonna, or he's gonna like put his other people under the bus. Right, go throw magic under the bus. <laughs> that would be a good dynamic to add to HBO with the shop, and for him to get his analysis on all that, plus probably mention why the Lakers aren't in this position like they could have been, or many people thought they could have been with him coming to LA. I think that'll be a very good segment, and it'll bring a lot. It'll bring a tons of viewership, tons of money. And quite frankly, it can be the steam that's possibly needed for LA as they're trying to get into the uh, the offseason to try to improve themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, HBO, if y'all if y'all do that, you you better hit my hit my line up and get and break me and, and Josh off a little something for giving y'all that <laughs> idea. Or 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 Maverick, you too, because it'll probably be Maverick who comes up with who uh, try to act like he came up with the idea now. Hit, hit your boys, hit your boys up. You know, donate to WeAreRegalRadio.com or something. <laughs> but uh, that's it, though, man. We gonna we gonna wrap it up on that one, man. This is a, a good little talk, and uh, expect more of these to come with with our man Josh. Uh, you know, looking forward to his his, his latest in the scope column uh, Friday. You can catch it this Friday. You can catch him every Friday on WeAreRegalRadio.com within the scope and also at other times with other great pieces about the NBA and other issues uh, of the sort. So uh, definitely, man, thanks for uh, giving, me, giving me some more of your time, man. We'll chop it up and we'll chop it up soon, man. Definitely, man. Appreciate you. All right, Josh. That's it, man. WeAreRegalRadio.com on Anchor. Subscribe, rate us, wherever you can rate us rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts you can listen to us Google Podcasts link uh, uh, excuse me uh, tune in app and Spreaker as well uh, yeah we got more heat for, for the street man every week check us out with more and more of that good stuff for you alright <laughs>